All right, uh, we forgot, so I'm gonna here. We're gonna record this and then place it at the beginning of the episode or at the end. I don't know. Uh, hey guys, you remember one year ago when we said we promised a high stakes Karuta match between us? Uh, well, it happened, and it will be posted on our Patreon for anybody. Uh, you don't need to pay to see it. Uh, absolutely anybody can go see it on our Patreon. It'll be posted. Uh, within the next week after this podcast episode is posted, you can go to our Twitter and be updated for exactly when it drops. By the time the next podcast episode drops, it will be up on our Patreon. Once again, you do not need to be a patron to go and check it out. It is high stakes. It is dramatic. Uh, and we, we've already recorded it, but let me assure you, the loser is very unhappy. So uh, I hope, hope you guys enjoy that when we drop it. This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm trapped with the, the ultimate Karen. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And I know you're not talking about me, Rem. No, just just a little salty over our, our pre-banter over on our Patreon. Don't need to talk about it. Uh, don't need to, to, to bemoan the topic too much. Uh, Sean, what are we doing this week? It's okay, it's okay. Life can be cruel sometimes. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, but don't worry, Rem. Uh, we're not talking about the pre-banter anymore. We're talking about anime, your favorite. Yay. And Rem, it's been a, this has been a long time coming. Yay. Oh, Rem. <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about something that you and I are, we would consider ourselves to be uh, experts on. Oh, God. <laughs> are we experts on things now? <laughs> I think so. Uh, we established it uh, day one of the podcast that we were experts on it. Oh, shit. Oh, no. All right. So my mind immediately goes like, what did we jokingly say that we were experts on? Oh, fuck. Um, I don't know. I don't got anything. Uh, frequently, I'm told that I've said something on the podcast. I have no memory of it, so I am clueless. I mean, there was that one time that uh, Dylan edited a uh, clip of the worst, like, uh, oh, God, it was a song. I forget, like, Through the Fire and Flames cover ever, and people thought it was me singing, and I was like, did I do that? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, who knows? We, we have no idea what we say on this podcast. So I, I don't know what we are self-proclaimed experts on, but I am, I am eagerly awaiting to find out. Oh, well, I mean, it's just amazing that we haven't covered a show with a similar topic uh, up to this point, honestly. Uh, we've gotten close, but we've never done anything that's like, you know, on the nose what this is about. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, because, Ram, you and I, we like to think of ourselves as uh, uh, pretty well uh, read in literature, right? Uh, decently so, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's everybody's favorite fantasy literature when they were young and uh, don't pay attention to Twitter? Oh, are, oh okay. Are we, are we going good old Harry Potter? That's what we're doing. Harry Potter, uh, the podcast's favorite anime. Yes, yes, Ram. We are doing a Harry Potter-esque anime because, after all, Harry Potter is our favorite anime. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, okay. Haven't, haven't said, we haven't said it for a while, but we just want to just want to Right, the truth. It's it's the longest running joke on the podcast. Uh, scratch that. Not a joke. Just the the truth. Just a fact. And not, yeah, exactly. So uh, and it's not a joke because it's not particularly funny. <laughs> 
I mean, if it was funny, then we could call it a joke, but it's just kind of a thing we say. If, if that's and, the criteria, Sean, um, that rules out, I think, every episode of our podcast Beyond Cory in the House, which is a comedic masterpiece. Uh, but... <laughs> Look, I feel like the goofs left the building as soon as you said Cory in the House. I feel like that that's what ruined it for us. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so what, what, what is this weeby Harry Potter that you speak of, Sean? So the weird thing is, Remington, believe it or not, there are so many fucking Harry Potter clone animes out there. Oh, okay. So I imagine some are more blatant than others in... in... This is true. This is true. <laughs> All right. How blatant uh, the... are we going? On a scale from like from like absolute knockoff to I see the resemblance. Where, where, where on this line are we going? Uh, it's leaning more to I see the resemblance because I didn't want to just throw you in with a, ah, orphan boy goes to school and learns about magic. Yay. Hold up, Sean. Are you telling are you telling me that we are going to get an anime protagonist who is not an orphan child? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got man. my hopes up too high. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, too. Look, Do they at least have one credit, parent man. left? I was trying to find an anime that, you know, did some things differently. You can't have everything. You can't have everything. Sometimes there's a fly in your soup, so you don't eat the soup, but you get the rest of the steak and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Obviously, his parents are fucked. Uh, so what, what, what exactly is the story, Sean? Ah, so Remington, uh, I wanted to do something super magical, so I found uh, uh, a title that just straight up screams, oh man, this is going to be a magical adventure, and was super, super duper excited. Uh, the show we're going to be talking about is uh, Mahoka Koko no Retsuose. Retose. Retose. Damn it. I fucked it up. I fucked up the Japanese. <laughs> Oh, such a rare, such a rare occurrence to happen, Sean. I know, I know. It's almost like I do it every single episode. God damn you, you stupid owl! All right, Make me uh, learn so the weeb speak. For for the less uh, Japanese inclined, uh, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, it means the irregular at Magic High School. Oh, okay. Really rolls off the tongue, don't it? Let me take a while to guess. Is, is it? Is this a light novel? Because it feels like a light novel title. Ram, you are learning. <laughs> It's essentially just like how bad and detailed is the title. The worse and more detailed, more likely to be a light novel. Yeah, but that's fine. It's fine, Rem. The title may be a bust, but my plan was to get a super magical, awesome stale with uh, mystery and wizards and all kinds of fun experiments. Maybe some weird creatures. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, so the regular, the irregular at Magic High School starts in the dawn of the 21st century. Wait, uh, oh, wait a minute. Hello? Uh, oh, oh, Rem. Uh, uh, oh, no. Hmm, oh, here hmm, we hmm. fucking go. Okay, in my defense, Rem, I, I thought <laughs> I thought that a show called The Irregular at Magic High School God. would be very fantasy magic-centric. Oh, but of course, yeah. You know, because what is Harry Potter if not an irregular kid at a magic high school? Uh, th uh, this would not be the first Harry Potter-related mistake that we have made on the podcast, uh, all of which I'm sure perfectly good faith mistake. Yes, yes, this one, I mean, how could I not how could I be led astray? It just I mean looking at it, it looks no wait, is that a is that a police baton? Oh no. Um, okay, hold on. Oh no. Okay, so Rem, I might I 
might have uh I might have goofed. Uh oh, fuck. but since we've already put it in the title, we might have to just <laughs> go through with this one. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Alright, enough with the rigmarole, you son of a bitch. Get get to the point. What what is this actually? This ain't no no fantastic wizard school. What is this just like a stripper school? Everyone's trying to trying to just be be sexy and lewd. What's what's going on here, Sean? Oh no, no, no. It's not an etchy series. Uh, but here, let me just read you the synopsis that I completely caught me off guard. Uh, in the oh, dawn oh. of the 21st century, magic, long thought to be folklore and fairy tales, has become a systemized technology and is taught as a technical skill in first high school. Okay, okay, you know what? Actually, that could that can work. That can work. Okay, yep, 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 yep. Uh, the Institute uh, for Magicians, uh, students are segregated into two groups based on their entrance exam stores. Uh, blooms, those who receive high scores, are assigned to the first course, while uh, weeds are reserve students assigned to the second course. <laughs> what the fuck? That's some fucked up shit! <laughs> You're like, all right, so uh, we do not want these students. I don't know why there's a German principal, apparently. We do not want these students to feel bad about their scores. So it's it's not even German. It's it's just like almost Scandinavian. Um, we do not want the students to feel bad about their scores. So what we do is we, more more Eastern European than anything, we, we decide to divide them into categories. We have, we have this class called the good ones. And then we have the other class called the shit stains. So those are the naming conventions we have gone with we think that this will will help them understand their roles uh, you know you know rem i feel like harry potter could have been much more improved if there were just the two houses right you got gryffindor you know the loyal the true the brave the powerful and then the hufflepuffs you know just the not as good <laughs> i'm uh, there's gonna be some people offended at at that joke sean um and if you're offended by that joke you're probably hufflepuff i mean yeah <laughs> Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, uh, a very clear divide here. So wait, let me take a guess. Yes. So we are actually going to take a perspective from someone who's in in the weeds category, but actually they're actually real good. Ah, not so fast, Rem. Oh. There's actually two main characters. Oh no! All right, one of one of each then. Yep. <laughs> How, how can I do it? How how could I figure it out so quickly? Mm, I know. You are truly a master uh, Sherlock himself. Let's get you that silly hat so you can wear it around wherever you go, Rem. All right, so I know who, you'd love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking love Sherlock Holmes. Uh, so who, who <laughs> hey. are our main characters, Sean? Well, our main character, uh, it follows the story of uh, Tatsuya and Miyuki Shiba. Okay, uh, so like a brother and sister deal is what I'm gathering? Yes. All right. Uh, they, are, they have uh, enrolled in first high school, and upon taking the exam, the uh, prodigious Miyuki, which is the sister, uh, is placed yep. in the first course, while Tatsuya is relegated to the second course. Though, his practical test scores and status as a weed show him to be magically inept, he possesses extraordinary technical knowledge, physical combat capabilities, <laughs> and unique magic techniques, making Tatsuya the irregular at magic high school. So, so even, even though I was wrong with my first guess, I wasn't, though. I never said you were wrong. <laughs> I just said not to be so hasty. 
Oh, God. All right. Okay. Cool. And yeah, uh, so the show is just going through their school life and the uh, uh, things that happen, you know, interest. Cause, oh, by the way, there's more than one magic high school. Oh, of course. Don't get don't don't get it twisted. Magic is a very common technological advancement here. Uh, and apparently if you suck at magic, you can also just manipulate technology to be good at magic. Uh, but that being right. said, Rem. So so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes. Th- this show is trying to do something interesting, being like essentially like science viewed as a more scientific pursuit. Right. Um, right. And and being able to be manipulated in the natural world, uh, which don't get right. me wrong. I love that premise. There is one asterisk. By definition, in attempting to do so, your world building and your explanatory power and, and creativity and consistency in doing those things needs to be pretty up to par. Otherwise, there will be a lot of really dumb, inconsistent nonsense. Okay, well, hey, maybe this will uh, help improve your opinion. The other reason that I thought this would be a good idea, aside from my honest mistake, of course, oh, of course. Uh, was uh, this originally came out in 2014. Hmm. Mm, all right. And uh, it is actually getting its second season finally this fall. Oh, okay. It took six years. I mean, yeah, that's not too out of the ordinary for shows, though. Let's be real. Like, fuck, we don't want to talk about how long uh, Tokyo Ghoul fans had to wait and then what they got in return. Oh, uh, man. A Tokyo Ghoul reference two weeks in a row? Look, it, it, it's it's the easiest one to compare. Uh, I mean, a similar comparison would be One Punch Man season two as well, but uh, that one wasn't as long as a wait. Uh, there's, the, the, you know, it, it takes time sometimes. Sometimes a show takes a while to get a second season. Sometimes it never gets a second season. Sure. And sometimes you wish it didn't get a second season. Uh, but with that being said, hey, it's it's topical. People are interested. There, it, it's new. It's fresh. So maybe, just maybe, uh, this show will be worth getting uh into at this point. To to see what the new season's like or maybe this is just a vain attempt at me trying to boost our ratings a little bit <laughs> well there's only one way to find out <laughs> so with that being said remington let's go in head first let's jump into the irregular at magic high school anyone could have made that mistake Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five whole episodes of The Irregular at Magic High School. And Remington, do you feel magical yet? Um, you know what? Uh, not quite. Not quite. Not the word I would use. No? Sean. Oh, whimsical. You feel whimsical. Ooh, very far from whimsical. No? There is, I don't know if there's an ounce of whimsy in my body Ah, right so now. you're mystified. I see, I see. Magic can be very tricky sometimes, Remington. You know, maybe less mystified, more bewildered. Uh, astonished. Astonished, perhaps. Really? Because, Sean, you, you, you told me quite a bit about this show, uh, a regular magic high school, a regular magic high school already, right? You, yep. you told me. I told you um, I told you quite a bit. I feel like I gave you, you know, the brass tacks. You, you left out a crucial detail, and that's that uh, th- this week, uh, our, our listeners may not even know, this, this was a revisit, as it turns out. Um, now, now, some people may be confused. We've never covered a regular magic high school, uh, and, and certainly I've never seen seen it before um however boy oh boy i didn't think he could squeeze sword art online in another episode but he's done it he's done it y'all because because that's more or less what this show is Uh it's just another sword art online clone don't be ridiculous remington this isn't an isekai this is in the real world (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, replace replace Isekai with with 
special high school, which is entirely original and certainly not its own trope. Uh, take your pick. A little bit of Rosario Vampire, a little bit of My Hero Aka, whatever, whatever little school you want it to be. Just, just flavor Sword Art Online with that. I mean, yeah, you could do that. Um, but here, here's, the, here's where it gets interesting, Sean. Oh, it gets interesting. Um, and I should note, uh, the comparison I'm going to make, it's going to be a weird one. It, it probably will will be discussed a little bit more on the on the back half, because uh, at first it'll confuse the fuck out of all y'all. Am I going to be offended, uh, Remington? Um, y- you won't be. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Irregular at Magic High School, uh, it is, for the first three episodes, you have Sword Art Online mixed with whatever special high school you want, My Hero Aka, Rosaria Vampire, who, who cares, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth and the fifth episode that you had me watch, it, it's those things still, but then mixed with QAnon. Now- Hold on, <laughs> Some of you, some of you may not know what QAnon is. Um, it's, it's a, a far right conspiracy theory sort of cult thing going on. Uh, They're Nazis Um, without the swastikas. (laughs) If you don't know, then good for you. Um, I'm not going to touch on that comparison yet. I'm going to wait until we get to episodes four and five to explain more about that. Um, and if you're like, well, how the fuck does that belong here? No, that was my reaction too. I, I, I agree with the what the fuck nature of it all. As someone who's seen the whole series, I, I'm, I'm, I'm offended at myself for not making that comparison myself. <laughs> Sean, Sean, I just want to, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it and discuss it a little, little more, but can you sort of see where I'm coming? from a little oh, 100%. bit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, let's let's get into uh, episode one. Uh, episode one, we, we start out, as with any great story, with just a bundle of exposition. Uh, just a whole lot of it talking about we're, we're in the future. Um, I think we're like towards the end of the 21st century or something. There was a third world war. Uh, people harnessed magic. Cool. All right. Um, then we, we get a discussion between our, our brother and sister characters and we get more exposition uh, about them specifically because uh, you didn't get enough. That'd be Tatsuya and Miyuki. Uh, And I'll be honest, 10 seconds in seeing the brother and sister, I immediately wrote, are they gonna fuck? (laughs) And um, yeah, hey all, um, welcome. It's another sister fucking anime. Didn't didn't expect that, did ya? No, yeah, it's it's, it's in that category. Congratulations. I mean, to be fair, Rem, I told you it was about two, it was about a brother and a sister, didn't I? Uh, You did, and I don't know why I didn't immediately assume, I I should just automatically assume sibling incest whenever there are siblings, Um, because the batting average is at least six 60%. Uh, maybe they don't go all the way, but there are at least going to be implications there. Hey, man. Uh, when there are siblings in good shows, there's no incest. Granted, I, I also, uh, very early on in this first episode, I, I have this sort of potential guess that they have not confirmed nor denied. Um, but for example, so they're in the same year of high school, right? Brother and sister. Right. Uh, and th- someone made a comment that's like, oh, you're like twins. And he's like, oh, no, yeah. Um, but, uh, like, I was born in March and she was born in April or something like that. Yep, yep. Um... Which, obviously, if you know how humans work, doesn't make any damn sense. Unless... 
unless, uh, and there's two guesses I have for this, Sean. Yeah. I'm already coming in early with the hot takes and strong predictions. Okay. A simple guess would be like their cousins, like they mentioned an aunt at one point. Right. Uh, so blah, blah, blah. So their cousins so instead siblings, of siblings. So siblings, not actually siblings. Yeah. Um, which doesn't make it much better, I'll be honest. Nope. Uh, and you know, okay, there's two more possibilities. One, one other possibility is that they're not actually siblings. Rather, he has been assigned as a protector of her that she may not even be aware of from their mob mafia family. Once again, a few of you are going to be very, very confused right now. We will get to it, I assure you. <laughs> we will. We will cover all this. And then the third possibility um, is is that he is just uh, like a magic robot himself. Uh, so those are like the three possibilities that I see. Well, I mean, in increasing absurdity. I mean, they could actually uh, just be twins, and we just got lied to our face, and they were, like one was born on the thirty first of March, and the other. They could. Oh god, I would hate oh no. That would but why lie about that? <laughs> I'm not saying that's what, what they did. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Alright. Anyway, so yeah, um, this is a sister fucking anime. There is sexual tension between them all the time. Half of the show, half of their interactions are just him hanging out with a girl because the, the school is actually 90% girls. They don't say that explicitly, but that's what what we can only deduce based on what we're shown in the show. Uh, and so he's hanging out with a girl or brief, briefly chats with them. And then his sister is like, why the fuck were you chatting with Susie, you son of a bitch? Are you trying to get in her pants? I mean, do you think she's prettier than I am? Uh, which is a weird thing for a sister to do. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but you know, we'll, we'll get it more into their very strange dynamic. Um, we briefly meet uh, the student body president. Cool. Then we move on and there's an assembly where there's more exposition and two more characters we meet up. There's Erica and, uh, uh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, Mizuki. Erica and Mizuki show up and we, we get our first boob jiggle of the show because this show's horny as fuck. <laughs> Um, I mean, hey, it took a minute. And and then they go home and there's sexual tension between the brother and sister. And then they do martial arts and we meet. Uh, so apparently our, our, our protagonist, uh, remind me his name. Tatsuya. Tatsuya. Tatsuya is, is a literal ninja. Yep. Um... So, by the way, guys, um, let me tell you a little bit about Tatsuya. Let me let me discuss Tatsuya for a brief moment. So, so uh, as you discuss, John, he's a weed because he's super duper smart and he's like um, an amazing martial artist. He is unironically a ninja, um, and he knows everything there is to ever know and super perceptive. He's he's just a whiz, but he's a weed because he's not good at practical skills. Like he's bad at actually utilizing it. Except, John, are you ready for? the twist oh, he's the actually twist? the single best ever at literally everything that's ever been done ever hold on hold on hold on rem that can't be right that you see he's just pretending to be shit very rarely but most of the time he's actually just showing off how amazing he actually is like he's supposed to be hiding it there are multiple moments where it's made clear that he's not supposed to show his true power but then most of the time He's just showing off how amazing he is, and everyone's like, wow, he is ridiculously talented, which I would deem a failure of trying to hide it. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, to be fair, Remington, he's not using, like, practical magic. He's just, you know, using his superior physical ability and his knowledge of how magic works. No, but also he's just superior at magic, too. No, 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 no. They say he's not superior, Rem. Weren't you listening? <laughs> they, no, they, they say they say it, but that's, that's just a lie. He is... He's the most talented man to ever exist. He's the smartest, most physically capable, and most magically capable in the entire world. He has all three of those categories unlocked. But Remington, Remington, he's a weed. How could he possibly be that good? Well, uh, we'll discuss that when we when the mafia comes in. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Th then while they're doing martial arts, we meet the the teacher uh, or the shinobi. He's he's a shinobi. He's not a ninja. He's a shinobi. Um, I, I and it's got just some news for you, bud. That's just what that's just what being a ninja is. Like shinobi and ninja is synonymous for the most part. Well, yeah, but he specifies he's yeah, not a ninja yeah, yeah. and that he's a shinobi. So he's the one to make the distinction. Um, and he's just bald. Uh, which, which one? One sec, let me Google. Okay, yeah, perfect. Uh, he's just bald Jiraiya. By that I mean he's just a bald version of an, a ninja sensei pervert. I I um, am actually impressed. I know you used Google just then, but I am impressed that you you were able to pull that. What can I say? I I knew I remembered the perv that there was a pervy sensei. I put in Naruto perv and it, it auto completed pervy sensei for me, so it knew yep. what I was going for. A uh, very beloved yeah, character, so, by the way. <laughs> so you know that completely original idea of having a completely perverted uh, teacher character, um, which oh god. Anyway, moving on. Then we meet uh a new character who I don't think he's mattered since he showed up. Uh, his name is Leo. Uh, he has some weird interactions with Erica and and it's like they're obviously going to fuck at some point. Hey, no, then hey, no, he Rem. literally this is for at young one point adults. this isn't this isn't this isn't oh, an I'm sorry. lewd adult program. It's going to be implied that they fuck at some point. But okay. th th then uh, Leo shows up at the cafeteria table with all of them right after they all fought and he straight up like Leo himself is like I don't even know why I'm eating with all of you right now because yeah, it doesn't make sense with the scene we just saw. Um, also, to, to some of our listeners, especially those who haven't watched uh, a regular Magic High School, you may be feeling a little bit overwhelmed at the sheer number of characters oh. I have brought up in episode one. And I have not even listed all of them, uh, mind you. Um, yes. Yep, yep. You, do they matter? Not really. Um, th not thus far, at least. So, but boy, oh boy, every episode you will be introduced to multiple characters that it feels like you should just know already, which is rough. Uh, and then, because the nuance and subtlety are dead, uh, when the sister tries to hang out with her brother, a bunch of the the blooms are like, oh my god, why would you ever hang out with any weed ever, even if it's your brother? Clearly, no bloom in this school would ever do such a thing. How dare you? Because this show follows in the great tradition of you are either a main character or an irredeemable asshole and that that's it um yay <laughs> what what world building uh so but Ram, a but fight Ram. oh yes do, do truly explain, the Sean. people who understand persecution are the ones at the bottom oh i cannot fucking wait to talk about persecution <laughs> for we what is it oh episode episode three put a pin on persecution until episode three where I will then rant 
to hell about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if that was the exact quote that he used, but it's pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to get it's going to get a bit at the end of episode 3 and then episodes 4 and 5, she gets real weird. So just hold hold, hold with me until then. So uh, a fight breaks out between some blooms and and our crew of weeds. Uh, fortunately, it doesn't get too far because uh, our, our our bland bitch protagonist he stops things because he's just so fucking talented and amazing at everything he fucking does. Um, and 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 then once that's all settled, right? Once they they handle all of, of the, the the little fight between them, the the line they decide to end episode one with. Yes. And this is said. This is said like a dramatic, intense. Here we go. Line. At this high school, you're either an honor student or an irregular. And then they roll the credits. They do. <laughs> they do the the good old meme of oh, like the 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 great example is oh, what are we? Some kind of Suicide Squad. All right, roll credits. But like actually, roll credits though. Actually, that's their line where they're like, "Fuck yeah, brother! Ain't that a good one?" And like, also, Zach not Snyder really. Can go fuck himself with this movie. So I just had to, I just had to bring that in as a comic fan. Ugh. I was ne- the most angry I'd ever been was in uh, the fucking recording of Suicide Squad. Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and truly, um, I, I don't know, man. I, I'd probably prefer Suicide Squad over the, over this anime. So Ooh, that gives know, you man. at least these an are characters idea. I don't care about. <laughs> Uh, you know, fair, fair, reasonable. Uh, but yeah, so that that's episode one, um, entitled Enrollment Part One. Now we get to episode two, entitled Enrollment Part Two. Uh, I know, fucking riveting titles we got here. Yeah, uh, here, let uh, me let me let me uh, let me part the kimono a little bit for you, and uh, uh, tell you why that is. Uh, <laughs> please do. <laughs> So th- this is a light novel adaptation, as you so astutely uh, pointed out early on. Uh, the first 26 episodes of this show, except for uh, one of the books, is a adaptation of s- the first seven light novels. Oh, God. Uh, so if I remember correctly, I think the first novel is in fact called Enrollment. Uh, so well, yep. so uh, I could be I could be wrong on that, but yeah, no, that's how. And then they just couldn't the be bothered. Goes. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, so every episode I, I saw uh, today was entitled Enrollment. Yeah. Uh, and you so... didn't get to finish it, but that's because I didn't want to use a BS rule on this. <laughs> no, it's just fine, I assure you. Uh, so uh, we, we get we, we get right back to just where we were. The fight is just ended. We get a barrage of jargon. Um, and you know what? It, uh, huh, I'm getting, I'm getting deja vu. Feels like I've said this a billion fucking times every time we do a shonen or an isekai or anything with any magic system ever. Uh, jargon does not equate to world building. Not how that works. Not at all how any of that works. Simply introducing terms and then uh, exp- trying to explain them, uh, but not really doing so. That's not what world building is at all. Especially, uh, Sean, I- in part one, you talked about how this show attempts to to use magic in a scientific way, right, Sean? I mean, I did and, say that, yes. <laughs> and, and I said that that's an interesting idea, but one thing I brought up is that 
what will be key is how they attempt to explain it. Because if they if they do an interesting job, then it will be very, very tremendous. Otherwise, I'm going to have, I'm going to hold some scrutiny towards it and call it out on its bullshit. And here's me calling it out on its bullshit. A good example will come in our first uh, duel of the uh, the show, and we'll get more into that. But needless to say, the explanations leave a lot to be designed. It's it's like if, 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 if you had uh, a science consultant for your anime, right? Mm -hmm. So that they could provide feedback, except instead of an actual scientist, you got Deepak Chopra. And <laughs> it's like, I guess there's some science-y buzzwords there. But I'll be honest, I think, I think you've just combined nonsense syllables together, trying to sound smart. So, and I've killed Sean with that, which is worth it. <laughs> that caught me off guard. Okay. <laughs> I am I'm on top of it with the references today, Sean. A uh, regular has awoken something within me. The spiteful referential energy you contain within. I'm basically while watching the show, I just was my mind wandered to like anything else. Yeah. Uh, but we, so we get more of of the jargon, right? Um, then they they all go. You don't want to talk for... about how the magic particles work? Oh fuck no! Oh god no! They're scions and shit, and they oscillate sometimes. Who knows? Shrug. Um, <laughs> it really does not matter at all. Um, we, we meet another character named Hanukkah. I don't remember them at all. I wrote down their name so I could remember their name. Uh, Morizaki, he, he's an asshole who tried to start a fight. I don't know, man. There's so many fucking characters. There's so many! <laughs> Uh, just in this episode, right? Um, so last episode, uh, I introduced you all to obviously the brother, the sister, the Sagusa, there's, there's Erica, there's uh, Mizuka, uh, there was the martial arts teacher, there was Leo, uh, along with a couple others. In, in episode two, we get introduced to Morizaki, Hanukkah, Rin, Mary, Azusa, Gyobu. Uh, it's it just, it's too fucking much. It's too fucking, and we don't even get like good introductions. Just like, here's this character, here's that character, here's this character. All right, let's go. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't keep up with them. There's too many. <laughs> There's too many one-dimensional pieces of cardboard around, and it's like you've you've taken a box and you've cut the box into different shapes of cardboard that are all the same bland bit of gray. And maybe on one of them I can briefly discern part of an Amazon logo, but the rest of them are all plain brown. And so I'm having a real hard time keeping up with who even matters. <laughs> Oh, but don't, come on, Rim. Don't you think Erica is, is best girl, at least? Come on now. Oh, no, undeniably, Erica is best girl, and I she's hardly been shown. Yep. She's hardly done anything, <laughs> but she is undeniably the best character because she's the only one I'd maybe want to see more of. Um, well, I, I, everyone else I've got is a few websites that I can help so you with that. No, 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 no. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Already, already she is one of the major pawns in in uh, in our main character's uh, harem. Because this is a harem anime. He doesn't, like, fuck them all, but this is a harem anime. Uh, anyway, so they're all walking and hanging out. Um, and then 
as they're hanging out, uh, uh, which one is it? Oh yeah, no, it's during a meeting, I think. During a meeting with the student body council, right? Yep. Um, some, someone makes a comment that these siblings are more like lovers, tee hee hee. Uh, and then our bland bitch protagonist, he says, oh, but if only we weren't related by blood, I'd want her as my lover. And then he's like, ha, but just joking, y'all. It's just a joke. Um, but if you watch the show, it's not. I guarantee you. It, like, it's as much of a joke as you being like, uh, hey, baby, do you want to fuck? Ooh, whoops. I meant, do you want to fucking hang out with me later? Ha <laughs> ha. Unless, like, you want to fuck, then maybe. Ha ha ha. It's like, you're not fooling anybody, brother. Especially because, like, maybe one weird incest joke is fine. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but no, they do this all the time, in public and in private. And I don't know how many, like, oh man, I want to fuck my sister jokes you can have before it's just like, hey, bud, I know you want to fuck your sister. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> you're not hiding anything. Like, it's not even subtle. What are you doing, it, Step Irregular? Oh no, oh God, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh God, I'm, I'm hurting on the inside. Um. Anyway, so the student body council wants the sister to be a, a part of it um, because every year they get a first year bloom as a representative cool um and they want them her as the secretary and then sister's like but actually what about my brother he should be a part of it and they're like huh, you we can't have weeds in the council it's against the rules and the only way we could change that is by like holding a vote with the student body but like also at least half of the students are weeds so i'm sure that would pass like hold to the vote why has this not been done already also why is the student body council in charge of every decision and there is no adults in the entire school there's not a single adult anywhere to be found no wait i'm sorry there's one there's there's been one adult that's shown up that I can remember. And it was a psychologist who our protagonist wanted to fuck. <laughs> and that was like the, the adult in the school. I mean, there are other adults, but who cares about those stinky adults when you can be a cool <laughs> anime protagonist? <laughs> Why? Why are, why are students in charge of, like, literally everything in the school? Like, uh, do they own the school? Is that <laughs> how it works now? Uh, goodness. Uh, I will say that, uh, the way student council works in most Japanese high schools, uh, compared to American ones, uh, whereas American ones, it's very much a, you know, it's like a, a thin veneer for, like, cheer squad, and... <laughs> yeah, and, like, just, like, dance planning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in a lot of Japanese high schools, the, uh, student council actually does actual, like, running and political stuff and work and organization, you know, it's like, it's an actual, like, political type of thing in the school. Well, yeah, and, and sure, and I, I can accept that neat cool give them some power um but don't give them literally all of the power <laughs> which in this show they have like there ain't no principal in this school they don't exist oh i mean <laughs> they no, do they're just nobody higher up making these <laughs> it's so ridiculous um anyway so uh apparently they just haven't held a vote for some reason and they make it sound like this impossible obstacle but like even if Every single bloom we've ever seen that isn't 
a, a main character has been the most prejudicial asshole around because subtlety is dead. You, I st still think you'd have enough weed to are like, yeah, we would like it if we weren't barred from positions of authority and power. If there was not systemic discrimination against us, that'd be swell. But they treat it as like, oh no, a vote, that'd be impossible. So don't worry about it. Good to know. But what the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, anyway, but then they're like, oh, but you know, there's a spot on the disciplinary council that you can be on. The rules don't apply to that position for reasons. Don't worry about it. Don't think about it too much. Um, and then he's like, I don't even know what I would be doing. And they're like, oh yes, we have not explained to you the rules of what you or your sister would be doing because the audience needs to hear it. And so we need a little bit of an exposition dump right now. So they give us the exposition oh, dump. But we just had an exposition dump. Can't we just wait for like two minutes? Oh no. Oh no, Sean. No, no, no. The only way information can come across in storytelling is exposition dumps. If you are not telling people exactly what is going on, while at the same time leaving a lot to be desired with those explanations so that you spend too much time explaining and at the same point, I'm still confused most of the time. That's ideal storytelling right there. Uh, just tell, but tell poorly. That's that's the good old writing phrase. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's a little bit fucking weird. Uh, and then, then we meet the vice president. He's the only guy. Him and Leo are the only other guys that we've seen in, in this whole show so far. They're the only dudes. Um, and the vice president, uh, Gyobu. Gyobu, he is frustrated, presumably just that there's another dick in the room. <laughs> like that's, they don't even really try to explain it. Like, oh, he's a weed and a dude. Uh, so Rah. he's moving into a proper incel, I see. Yeah, yep. And so Gyobu is like, he has some edgy bullshit lines and eventually uh, he's like, oh, I'm way better than you, weed. Uh, and so they they are challenged each other to a fight, a nice non-lethal fight with magic. Um, with with good old magic. And and so um yeah I don't I all right I'm gonna describe the battle all right. Okay, hey, I'm excited. So our protagonist we're getting some our protagonist first of all yeah uh, so Gyobu he has his little magic gauntlet and he's ready right. Uh, excuse our me. Protagonist, excuse me Rem. Excuse me Rem. Uh they're called they're oh. called cats. Oh yes, he has his his little cad on it, a uh, little cad bracelet. Um. Meanwhile, uh, you you want to know what protagonist's cad is? Oh man, I bet it's something really <laughs> elaborate, like a watch, or maybe it's something really cool, like I don't know, a uh, book, something very a staff. That'd be cool. One guy got a bracelet. Protagonist, he just brings a gun. <laughs> 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 and like, we're, we're to assume that it's a magic gun, but it is straight up just a gun and nobody cares. It looks like something <laughs> ripped out of Blade Runner, but with all the edges sanded off. <laughs> Yeah. So, so uh, they get ready. And when we see Gyobu, he, he comes up with, with a plan that he's going to quickly beat our protagonist. But remember, our protagonist is the best at everything ever. So as soon except as magic, the match man, starts. Oh, yes. So the match starts and our protagonist, he ninjutsu teleports behind Gyobu and shoots him in the spine. <laughs> and that's the fight. And Gyobu's down. And that's. <laughs> That's the fight. Oh, fuck. It could have been a lot worse, Rem. They could have, like, teased the fight and then ended the episode right before it happened. What? <laughs> you know, they could have. They uh, instead, they went with straight up the, the meme, like, you, you, you 
Tron, you know, uh, the anime meme. Good old made fun of a bunch. Nothing personal, kid. Yep. It's that. It's literally that. But instead of a sword, it's a gun. <laughs> That's literally how this fight goes. Um, and then they're like, wow, how 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 did you uh, do do that? Uh, we're, we're into episode three now because it just continues seamlessly. Uh, how, how'd you do that with, with your gun? And he's like, well, see, I I have a multi-variable Taurus Silver CAD uh, from one of the girls that's like, oh my God, from Taurus Silver, the esteemed creator of like one of a kind amazing CADs that like no one else can get, which once again, shouldn't you be hiding your, your power and like your one of a kind magic bullshit if you're trying to, but no, fuck it, don't worry about it. But they're like, but still, how did you do it? And he's like, oh, well, one of the variables I changed was the oscillation so that with the oscillations three at a time, but all of them matching at once at the same time, creating a sense that's similar to seasickness within him, so severe that he ends up passing out. Uh, um, Rem? Rem? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think there's something wrong uh, because- Oh, that... wait, I didn't mention the scions. It's about it, the scion oscillations. All right, continue, Sean. Yeah, no, the, I think there's something wrong because during that whole explanation, I, I was listening at first, and yep, then, yep. well, my nose just started bleeding, and- <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I might have had an aneurysm from over jargon. Yeah, yeah, no, um, once again, I can't even capture all of the jargon they use because I don't have it all memorized. It's so ridiculous the amount they use to bullshit their way through it. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh my God, such great explanations. I really appreciate it. No, it's so bad. It's so bad. It hurts me deeply inside. I mean, it might've been fine if we had been drip fed this throughout the entire season. Maybe, but genuinely every episode, they build on like one or two things that they've already established. And then they introduce like 12 new things. Yeah. It's impossible to keep up with like just good lord build up what you have instead of bringing new things irregular magic high school is like the five-year-old who who gets a new toy every goddamn week and he never plays with any of his old toys he'll play with the toy for a couple days and then be like i want a new one and it's like well you know you could enjoy the ones you fucking have already you little fucking brat and it's just oh my god <laughs> I, I'm oh. sensing some heavy repressed brother energy right now. This is, uh, this is... Yeah, I'm just losing my mind now. Uh, at one point they're like, did you cast a, a speed spell on yourself beforehand? And he's like, no, I, I just do ninjutsu. I'm, I am faster than magic because I'm a goddamn ninja. And that's... <laughs> that that that's on our that that's how it is explained he's just that fucking good i'm not lying when i say he is the smartest he's the most physically capable and he's the most magically capable in the world at all no nah, except he's not he's not that great at magic run we got we got look oh yeah he's not good at the practical abilities uh so uh we, we we get a little scene that's like disciplinary organization of the room right um now that our protagonist is a part of it. Um, and then two of the other disciplinary officers, they walk in and I swear to God, these motherfuckers walk in with some magic Nazi armbands. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, okay, hold on. I need I need to bite this one <laughs> in the bud before we get too far into it. Uh, <laughs> Pull up a picture. Pull up a picture, damn you! Okay, yes, yes, I will say that. Uh, they do look like that. They are reminiscent of that. But, Rem, in Japan, in uh, in a lot of Japan schools, a signifier of the uh, of their, like, council position or disciplinary position is usually via a uh, removable armband. But does it need to look exact? Does it need to look the way it does, though, I mean, Sean? there's... Look, I'm not gonna deny. There's a certain... <laughs> there's a certain SS quality to them. But... But generally speaking, like, the armbands themselves are definitely a thing. It's just the, the design they chose was a little unfortunate. <laughs> it, it doesn't help that we're about to delve into um, the, the the politics of the matter in episode four and five. But we'll, we'll get there in a moment. Uh, continuing on, uh, we had another scene at home with the brother and sister. And sister has to get scanned for, like, magic reasons. So she needs to be almost naked. But not fully naked, just mostly naked. So she can get scanned. Um, and then she puts on her loose robe again. Um, and then she's like... Like, hey, brother. And then she presses her boobs on him and she's like, hey, baby, want some fuck? And then she's like, have you been texting other girls? Do you think they're prettier than I am? Oh my God, I fucking hate you. And she knocks him out with magic. Um, And that's a thing that happens. So, yup, there we are. Uh, we, we get a brief disciplinary council scene where uh, they're justifying why protagonist is on the council. And they're like, well, yeah. And you know, he beat, uh, he beat Gyobu. And they're like, Gyobu, you mean the man who has been undefeated in any fight ever? That Gyobu? Wow, I can't believe he must be so talented to do that. Um, thanks. Cool. And, and they have to tell us this. They have to explain this to us um, and that he's undefeated because otherwise the audience, we would have no idea because once again, the battle lasted half a second. Um, so you need to know just how overpowered he was. Look, Rem, right. look, Rem, we got, uh, excuse me. Look, Rem, we got a little bit of exposition. He's from a very powerful family. So of course he'd be strong, right? Oh yes, but of course, we haven't even, up till now, we have not learned uh, about like the families going on. Uh, here, we finally have learned a little bit about the families because um, he's from a super cool family. But I, I am amazed at like the amount of time they spend blatantly explaining and expositing while at the same time leaving so much uncovered and the the, the pacing is just absurdly bad uh so we, we get uh seen it's 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 like club week or whatever you know pe try to join my club etc uh we, we've seen this in anime a few times and uh erica the the short red-haired girl she's in the middle of like 12 clubs all yanking and tugging at her being like why well, want you in my club because you're cute and you don't have a say in the matter and so there's like a dozen people all trying to do that uh protagonist so chivalrous you he uses he saves her magically and rushes her away but wouldn't you know it as he was rushing her away her top button came undone Show, really showing off that cleavage hoo hoo ho ho hey hey boys hey 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 dudes how, how you like that ho ho um which is not great I will say, it's, I will say, I am picturing just you in that outfit, like unbuttoning your <laughs> top button and just and saying those exact lines to people. I'd like to see that. Dude, one. I could rock that outfit. Oh, well, which I should know. Let, you know what, Sean? Let's briefly discuss the outfits. Oh, yes. I was wondering if you're going to bring this up. Uh, Here's here's what I'm going to say. I think this show gets like a 30% boost from the weebs when it comes to ratings solely because I think a lot of weebs are like, I can cosplay that. 
I can cosplay that. It seems simple enough while looking distinct enough, right? It has that nice mix of factors that makes it a good cosplay. Um, and so weebs are, are gonna rank it uh, uh, just a little bit higher for that. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, see, see. Like, I'm, it, I'm getting it is, into the psyche of the weebs. Like, you're, it's very distinct and identifiable from a distance, and also very easy to mass produce in cheap Chinese cosplay shops. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> we gotta save our politics talk, Sean. We're not even to episode four yet. We gotta save it. I mean, that's not that's not politics. That's just that's just kind of how things go. You haven't you haven't <laughs> tried to buy a cosplay before, Rem. It it, mm, it can be a bit sketch. <laughs> So, um, Erica is like, oh my god, don't look at my chest. <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe maybe let's go do something together. So, uh, she brings him to, like, a little sword dojo, because she does swordsmanship. And we, we see a standoff between the kendo club and the kenjutsu club, which is the kendo club, but, like, with magic. Yep. And so the captains of them, they're arguing, and they decide they're going to fight it out. Um, and the, the kendo club girl, she she beats kendo, kenjutsu club dude. Um, it's Mibu and Kirahara. Um, I, I, so I'm Mibu wins. Space for all but these then, names, Ram. dude, you have no fucking idea. I've unironically, I've not even listed them all. Um, so Mibu wins. Uh, but then Kirahara is like, all right, I'm gonna use magic to turn my kendo stick into like an actual sword, and I'm going to try to murder you now. Um, fortunately, don't you worry about that any time there's a, a, a pair of breasts without any personality or relevance we got our bland bitch protagonist to save them in some feigned notion of chivalry so he shows up he's on the disciplinary council and he immediately shuts it down a bunch of kenjutsu cronies they show up he shuts all of them down too because he's just that fucking good uh saves mibu uh, there we go. Um, and, and then we, we end the episode with Mibu being like, oh, wow, Captain, he's just so good, isn't he? Wow, oh, my God, he's the best ever. And, the and like, the captain of the Kendo team is like, yeah. And that's how we end. <laughs> we don't know who, we don't know who the captain is, but, like, apparently he's relevant now. Oh, so I mean, he's relevant-ish later, kind of. All Not right. Really. So, <laughs> so then we, we get... Uh, to episode four. Episode four, we're introduced to Jumanji. I can't remember who Jumanji is. <laughs> I don't know. I wrote down the name. I don't know the person. I don't know. What year is it? <laughs> There's too many, man. Oh, wait. Jumanji, he's like above the disciplinary council. I think that's him. He's the big buff dude that the Blade Bitch protagonist gets a stiffy for and is like, oh, God, he's so fucking ripped. <laughs> I mean, to I'm be fair, have you mind. seen those muscles? They're quite good muscles. So then they go to the diner. Sister gets jealous because that's so all of the sister's character is getting jealous. They mentioned like she's super talented at magic too. She just freezes things when she gets really, really jealous of girls with his brother because she wants to fuck him really, really bad. Look, Frozen um, was her favorite movie growing up. You gotta cut her some slack. <laughs> uh, then, at, at the diner, uh, once again, the brother and sister are like, oh yeah, we totally want to fuck each other. Man, we want to fuck all day, every day. And their friends are like, ha ha ha, what fun, what silly humor we have here. Except for one, which is like, I don't know if they're joking. And they're like, what? You are so silly. How could you think they weren't joking, you imbecile? Uh, 
but also they're not joking. They want to fuck each other. So, you know, uh, we, we get more bullshit explanations of, of different things. This time it's about if you have two cads, which are like magical resonators, then you can cancel out the spell of one thing by casting it on one and then canceling it on the other. And then it'll cancel their spell. Rem, I think and I, my nose is bleeding. This again, is Rem. something. My nose is bleeding again, this Rem. is something that like is military grade. Like the military, the world governments, they can't even do it. They can only do it in a general way with some very expensive and limited supply and tonight. Uh, and, I think, and I think so, there's some blood, uh, some brain in it. Oh God, Rem. So he, but but all our protagonists, he's better than the governments of the world. He's just that. Fucking smart guys! <laughs> oh god, uh, I'm feeling lightheaded. Is this, is 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 Laura supposed to do this to a guy? I don't know, man. All right, wait. So now, finally, here we go. Let's get political. Weirdly, uh, so Mibu, the the kendo stick girl, she meets up with protagonist. And they're hanging out and she's like, you know, it's bullshit how they treat the weeds and like any non-magical extracurricular pretty fucked up. Uh, which like, yeah, no, from what we've seen, truth. Um, though I'll be honest, this Mibu sort of argues, she's like, I want to be appreciated for my swordsmanship. And I don't know many high schools that your swordsmanship will be a significant grading factor. And I don't know, go go to a dojo probably. But other than that, her, her points are, are pretty good. I mean, there's a lot of kendo clubs in Japanese high schools. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we have that brief chat where she's like it's bullshit and you know what me and and some of the other non-magic clubs we're gonna get together basically they're gonna unionize they're gonna get together and be like hey we want better treatment uh which you know cool all right start start a little non-magic union i support it um especially because as we've seen there's some hardcore discrimination as the show has made super evident and the school is doing nothing to stop it like the student body president is like i don't like when you use Use that word, but like there's no punishments or anything. So it's like, whatever. Um, I guess don't don't say it in front of her is her message, but like continue on with the discrimination out of her sight. Nonetheless, um, we, we get a little council meeting uh, about all of that, right? Um, and during that council chat, we are introduced to Blanche. <laughs> I'm not, we're, we're not told what Blanche is yet, so I'm going to wait, but we're told that it is an anti-magic organization that's top secret, and our protagonist shouldn't know anything about it. Blanche. But also, everybody in the room knows something about it, even though they, I don't know, it's weird. Um, so, skipping over that, then we have a visit to the psychologist. This is the one I mentioned earlier, the one adult we ever see at the school. She's dressed very provocatively, and our protagonist is like, wow, Miss Ono, you are dressed very provocatively, which is not something you you say in that position and then later she's like oh by the way are you dating me boo oh my god which you shouldn't say to a student it's a very weird conversation that doesn't go anywhere it just exists yeah. so moving on from that because it didn't matter i will say rem i will say uh back to blanche uh real quick uh oh no yeah we're, we're about to get to the explanation about blanche yeah yeah i, I feel like they could have chosen a better name <laughs> Uh, well, they they sort of mention a, a different 
uh, organization as well that's like a sub-organization of Blanche. That's Egalite, you know, yep. uh, French Revolution style. Um, and now shit goes real weird. Um, because now the brother and sister are chatting and they talk about how there is a conspiracy of a global anti-magic organization that seeks to to make society crumble and, and be ruined completely so that it can be weak and thus the 10 master clans can maybe take over or something like that? <laughs> and in the 10 master clans, apparently their aunt is part of, and they are part of the Yotsuba clan and they can't let anybody know about that. What? What the? <laughs> look, man, what? look, things were getting stale. We needed some political intrigue. <laughs> so, so, so now we get to the QAnon comparison. Uh, but this is, we live in, in, in irregular? In irregular, it's as if QAnon was like right though, right? So it's like, they're here to crumble a society to just to rubble and ruin every element of it just just abs just completely completely fuck it up so then then uh, a few of the elite a few of the deep state can then take over from the dust right it's just what the fuck is happening what is this and it's like we we don't get much motivations like they, they explicitly say um oh yeah the anti-magic organization they pretend to uphold these principles like equality and freedom but they don't they don't really go further than that they are just like but no it's so fucking weird yeah. It's so weird. Also, Blanche just means uh, white or to make white. So I, I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that personally. I feel like that that's that's a that's not the best message you want to send. Also, that's used in cooking. All right, so let. <laughs> All right, so let's get weirder. We get to episode five. We get another chat with Mibu, right? Um, who's essentially trying to unionize. And at, at this point, it's been implied, though not outright stated. It, it's unclear whether she is like a part of Blanche or if she is just like swept up in it, right? Um, it's unclear, but she's like, yeah, so are, are you with us or not? Because obviously we want like the single most capable person to ever live on our side. And then we have uh, a truly bewildering conversation that like my best comparison is like a union busting propaganda video from Walmart, right? That's <laughs> gonna be my best analogy to this, which once again, you may think, well, that's very weird. What are you talking about? Watch this scene because we have our protagonist who's like, all right, Mibu, well, what would you want them to change? I mean, the only real difference between the blooms and the weeds is that uh, the, the blooms get better and more instructors. So would you change that? And Mibu's like, no, I guess I wouldn't. And he's like, and the extracurriculars, they're actually treated all of the same. I mean, sure, there's this discrimination, but what, do you expect them to actually do something about that? Um, and Mibu apparently has never considered anything. So she just like shrugs and she's like, I don't know. Well, Maybe we weren't doing it for a good reason after all. Like, I don't know what they're trying. It's so weird. To be fair, Remington, you don't have much time to think about politics when you're thinking about how hot your brother is. <laughs> no, but this isn't, this is not the sister, Sean. No. Uh, th this is Mibu. She's not thinking, oh, right. uh, she yeah, might have a brother she sister. wants to fuck. See, I forgot the because there's too many damn characters. No, the sister has been irrelevant up till now and still is. She is not, she's not a part of this discussion. Um, so Mibu decides to go ahead with it anyway. And uh, the anti-magic, the different clubs that don't do magic, 
they steal, they, they ha hold themselves up in the broadcast room and they, they go over the intercom and they're like, hey, we want to negotiate. So the student body council, they cut the power and they go outside the door, but the broadcast door is locked. That happens in like 10 seconds, all of that. And it's like, oh man, we don't want to use magic to break in. That might not be good. Um, whatever could we do? And, and so protagonist is like, oh no, I got the bitch's phone number. I can just call her. <laughs> so he calls her and is like, hey, are you just in the broadcast room right now? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, everyone's willing to negotiate with you and we're guaranteeing your freedom. So like there won't be ramifications. And so uh, all, all of the club members come out ready to negotiate. And then they all get arrested. They all get arrested except for Mibu because they promised. He, because our protagonist, you see, Sean, he promised her freedom, not anybody else's. I'm genuinely confused at this point. Like, are we supposed to be like, wow, how clever. And are we supposed to be rooting for the student body council and our protagonist here? Because the show makes it seem like we're really supposed to be rooting for them. But it's, it's so weird because I, I don't think I'm on their side. <laughs> I think I think that with the blatant discrimination on multiple levels, like, yeah, no, that's all fair and reasonable. So, like, oh, maybe man. have a conversation Your anarchist about colors are showing once again. Oh, man, that that great anarchist principle, the, the radical anarchist principle of, like, hey, maybe we stop being an asshole, especially on a systemic level, though. Um, How are you ever supposed to get anything done, Rem? I, I know, it's fucking wild. Um... So that that's a weird bit, but then they're like, all right, we'll hold an open forum tomorrow and the student body president will be the only one speaking from their side and then whoever wants to. But also it's less of an open forum and more of just like her debating this one dude when it comes to that. Uh, in the meantime, don't worry about that. We have a scene where they ask the Shinobi about this specific clan that the captain of the Kendo team, you remember him? That he's in and it's, it's associated with the anti-magic organizations and the shinobi he just knows all this stuff because we need someone to explain it to us amen uh if meanwhile I'm to somebody i'm gonna talk to the ninja master <laughs> they're like oh boy i i hope the open forum goes well and that they don't have anything nasty planned and then we get a shot of a cult-like gathering where the anti-magic people are handing out rings to each other in a candlelit abandoned building. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that that's the whole, that's that scene. Um. So finally, we get to the open forum. All right. You know, Sean, I like political shows and I, I because what I like is like the discussions. So we get to see interesting points on both sides. We don't get any of that in the open forum. Instead, we get one guy yelling just like, they're bad and treating us bad and this is all bad and like that's he doesn't clarify anything um which is like that's the best you could send what the, yeah if you guys not even like thought about this at all uh meanwhile then then you have the student body president she she goes up right she starts talking um and she's like hey so first of all let's acknowledge there's discrimination going on it does occur um yeah, yeah. i mean hey that's a good step and and you know what hey that's bad so i'll tell you but she has this line which it's it's a bit of an this line could be interpreted i'm not saying it was intended this way but it can be interpreted in a very unsavory way and it's just the discrimination should not be fought with new discriminatory practices 
Is that what they were arguing for? Is that? I'm sorry. Is it? It, it feels very similar to to when like to, especially ar around the early 2000s before gay marriage was legalized in America. And once again, sorry, this is getting political. This show got weirdly political. Uh, when when gay marriage hadn't yet got legalized, right? And people were like, they're asking for special privileges. I don't think it's fair to combat it uh, like this. Uh, and it's like, what are you talking about? It's just stop discriminating against them. That's it. What what are you talking? What new discriminatory practice are you talking about, student body president? What are you talking about? No one is even even in the straw man opponents that you've created. You've not had them espouse that position. What are you? What's going on? Um, Look, but she man, she continues next on. to vote. <laughs> We can't have the weeds voting, goddammit. Uh, maybe that's it. May, you know what? It would explain, like, maybe maybe they can't hold the vote because, like, weeds just literally aren't allowed to vote on these issues. Who knows? I mean, that, that it, is, that it wasn't said, but point. maybe. That is actually a plot point. Oh, my God, dude. Um, but they bring up, hey, uh, student body president is like, one, one thing that I'm going to work to fix, right now, weeds are not allowed in the student body council. Uh, but <laughs> when... When I am done being student body president and when I'm leaving, the last thing I'll do is hold a vote to maybe allow them to. Um, excuse me? Why not now? Why? why? <laughs> she, she emphasizes that it'll be once she is done, then she will do it. But like, why not just do it now? No, no, it's not the right time. <laughs> it's not the right time. What the fuck? They need to prove themselves. Um, they need to prove themselves. So then, Sean, there's an explosion and suddenly it's Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> because now we, we get an applause for the student body president and everybody uh, from the hyper prejudicial blooms to the weeds who I feel like this speech shouldn't have done as much for. Basically, I don't think anybody should have liked this speech, but everyone loves it. Applause all around, standing ovation. People love it. Boom, explosion. Then a uh, 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 tear gas grenade gets thrown through a window and a bunch of people in gas masks with guns show up and then a motherfucker with a goddamn rocket launcher, he's there. And more people hopping out of, of big trucks with more guns, they're all showing up and they're doing a siege on the school because they're the anti-magic baddies and boy are they baddies for some reason. And Tachanka is set up in the corner with his turret again. And, and that's... That's how the episode ends. That's how the episode ends, huh? Yeah. What the fuck is this show? <laughs> first of all, let me say, I didn't like this show for the first three episodes. In the fourth and fifth episode, I still hated it. I was just also like tilted off the face of the planet by what I'm going to generously call some confused politics. <laughs> I don't know if it knows, like, the message it's trying to send. It feels like it's trying to be profound, but it's just so weird and conspiratorial, and it feels like its explanations are not great. And it's like, basically, uh, here's a comparison, Sean. Yes. Um, Avatar The Last Airbender. Ooh, we, let's shows. talk about either uh, a good bit of Legend of Korra or uh, if you remember Jet from the original series, ah, right? Jet, very good character. Um, there's, there's some good discussions uh, in, in, in both Avatar uh, and Legend of Korra, essentially about the mistreatment of non-benders by benders. Right, um, and how do we overcome that oppression? And and both explore overcoming oppression, but in, in a non-ideal way in of itself. And how these issues are, they can be complicated. 
Um, they're they're not always black and white. Uh, we we should strive to fight for good, but we should also be mindful for how we should fight towards it, right? Um, and there was some good nuance in those shows. Um, this show, I don't know. I don't know if it's even like. I guess it pretends to have the nuance, but it ends up just being like, stop whinging about our obviously discriminatory school. Fuck off and stop whining about it. It's actually not a big deal, <laughs> which is not the, it's not the nuance that the the situation should be handled with, I think. Uh, bit of a weird choice on that one. Bit of a weird one. You know, Remington, I feel like overall, I just feel like you're missing the point, man. I... <sighs> Oh, please tell me, Clearly. tell me what the point is, because I'm so fucking lost, John. Really, Rem, the point is to see how convoluted we can make things to distract from the fact that <laughs> the brother and sister want to fuck each other. <laughs> It's, it's really what the show is. It's just, can we distract you for a moment or an episode from the fact that they want to fuck each other? Um, hey, wow, that was crazy and wacky. But they do want to fuck each other. Did you remember it? Did we get you? All right, all right, all right. Look at this wacky stuff. Oh, but they want to fuck each other. <laughs> got you that time. You almost forgot. It's like, fucking got them. Get pranked. <laughs> I mean, look, Rem, if I had told you that this was a very sister-centric show, at the beginning, uh, yeah, it might it might have uh, changed your view on the whole series. I, I had to keep that part, you know, purposefully away from you. You know, draw your own conclusions. You know, I I at one point wrote down. Um, I think towards the end of episode one, I wrote down at least it's better than Sword Art Online, which is something. I don't even know if I agree with that anymore, man. <laughs> I don't. Well, but here's the thing: this show, especially because it was from the Dark Ages, this show feels like it's weeb bait. I feel like the weebs are going to hook into this shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, so if you had to take a guess then, Rem, what do you think the mouse score on this is? I don't think that it's eight. I do think it's over 7.5. So that's the range. Okay. I'm going to put it in. Can you nail um, down so a I, more specific number? I, I guess I will. Uh, God, I, I'm feeling 7.7, .7, but I, I can't bring myself to say that. So I'm sticking to my lowest in that range and saying 7.5. Ah, so either way, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> Fuck. Well, Rem, the first season of Irregular at Magic High School, uh, currently, with about, ooh, 700,000, uh, votes. Oh my god. Is currently sitting at 7.57. Oh, okay, okay, uh, still higher, way higher than it should be, but, uh, I, I got it pretty well correct. And well, where would you put it, Rem? All right, with five being a perfectly neutral show, I would put it at, I think, two and a half. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't wait to get the emails about this one, especially since... <laughs> this show is so bad! Because, uh, uh, like I said, Rem, it, it, it does have a second season that is airing right now. Oh, fuck. I don't... And you know there are people out there who are going to be standing for this one super hard. Oh, dude, I fucking can't. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> but hey, Rem, you only had to watch five episodes of it, so isn't that a saving grace? Five episodes too many. <laughs> oh, who knows, Rem? Maybe, maybe we'll come back someday. Maybe... maybe be a little more context. I mean, after all, you compared it to Sword Art Online, and we've seen, you know, you've seen, like, a season and a half of Sword Art Online. You've only seen five I would very much, I would very much not like to see a season and a half of Irregular Magic High School, please and thank you. <laughs> 
Oh, but Ram, this was this was very fun for me. I got to laugh quite a bit. All right, yep, time for the outro. Let's go. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. Thank y'all. Okay, Ram. We'll let other people decide if we come back to it. You know how to do that. But for now, Ram, I'd have to ask. Any chance you want to go no. watch some no. more? No, 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 no. Right, no. God, no. You sure? You, I, you sure no. I was talking about this show? We could go watch some irregular. I, You're gonna keep cutting me off. I, I, I don't want it. I don't want to hear it. I no. just, I just wanted. To die right now. I just want to die. But then, Rem, who will explain to me how the scions work? Oh, fucking scions! <laughs> the scions in the multivariable oscillations all meeting together at the same time! Fucking shit. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoyed all of our uh, descent into madness, political or otherwise, then I have a few suggestions for you. First and foremost, you can leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or word of mouth is a great way to spread the word. And if you'd like to help us even more directly, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, as well as having the opportunity to hear Ram horribly mispronounce your name. Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, of course, we would like to send our thank you to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on up, we reach the Yandere waifu tier, who pop right behind us using their ninjutsu speed, shoot us right in the back with their scions, and nothing personal kid. On that list, we have Cheese Monkey, Sarah Birch, Kazu Morocco, Remington Chase, Hollywood stars and celebrities. What do they Wait, know? Do on, they know on, things? Let's find out. Hold on, hold on. Yes, there's one named Remington Chase. Don't worry about it. There's multi... The amount of times my name shows up in our Patreon is alarming. Uh, Juliana, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, H. Wood, Farmer How Can a Clam Cram in a Clean Cream Can Weeb, Alexander Nasiensenyo, Remhub, Ale Andrew Rawicki. I have the absolutely most astoundingly, astonishingly voluptuous five head in all existence. Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kismo Kismo, Made Adult Film Two Men Having Cook Off with a Cute Dog Two Girls One Pup. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, oh, Sean Oni Chan, <laughs> Daisuke. <laughs> Uh, ready to be isekai Kenneth Reed, Remington Merrill, Alexander from 17424, it's Australian, I swear, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Snap Snips, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, life in plastic, it's fantastic, you can brush my hair, undress me, eh, and that's where it ends. Uh, <laughs> once again, it doesn't tell you there's a character limit, but there is. God damn it, they took my liver again. Bonesaw, Old Man Rom, Joshua Balls, Remington It's Not a Man of Culture, Foxin Boy, The Booty Knight, Andrew Sinclair, Jax, Dark Swarm 713, Kim McCoffrey, Spicy, oh wait, okay, Kim McCoffrey, there we go. There's more and more of you every week, good God, I, ha! Ah! Ah! And y'all are getting wait. creative, like, oh, I've said it before, I, I don't... but I worry for, uh, like, if you guys support anybody else, I worry for their sanity as well. <laughs> Truly. Uh, moving on, we get to the Boy Wizard tier. Uh, on the Boy Wizard tier, uh, everyone's going to be getting uh, an invention from Fred and George Weasley. Uh, so we're moving over to Hogwarts. Spicy hot take. Uh, congratulations. You are leaving with a pair of extendable ears. Ooh, that's a good uh, one. Congrats. 
they there there is they're extendable uh you you get to hear more it's cool they're just it's just like a microphone basically but an ear i mean yeah but it's uh, magical delina man. it is magical uh delina perez delina you are getting uh oh this is a good one you know poo <laughs> Uh, the tagline, the constipation sensation that's gripping the nation. Pretty self-explanatory. I'll be honest. You know poo. Miguel Delion. Uh, Miguel, you're, you're getting one of their most marvelous inventions, the portable swamp. Have you ever wanted to feel like Shrek on the go? Portable swamp. It's for you, Miguel. Then we have Pilkster, the Symphogear advocate. Uh, Pilkster, it's your lucky day. You are getting, uh, possibly their most famous invention, Weasley's Wildfire Whizbangs. Uh, they're, they're magical fireworks, basically, so enjoy those. There's Rare I'm Gonna Simp PBK Euphonium Until It's Reviewed Kumiko. Uh, you are getting the decoy detonator. Uh, it, it, man, it's, it's like a, it's a sound grenade. It's just... Yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's just a sound grenade, I don't grenade, know. Mate. Feels a little bit less magical. Um, it has magic, but it's unnecessary magic. I don't know, man. Sorry I mean, about that. <laughs> to be fair, the you-know-poo is just a glorified constipator, you know? Uh, it's true. It's true. Then we have Juan Joritos or Juan Joritos. I want to say Joritos to consistency. So Juan Joritos. Uh, you get, uh, you know what? You get the boxing telescope. Uh, a nice little prank, a nice little prank to play on your friends. They look through it. Boom. Get a punch to the eye. Um, a little bit more violent than necessary, but there you go. Wasn't that one of the Killer rejected Queen? ones? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. All I have is a list, Sean. <laughs> what? You don't have? I don't remember the whole lore. Uh, unfortunately, I do. <laughs> so, uh, Killer Queen Requiem. Killer Queen Requiem, you get, uh, the scaving snack boxes. Uh, you know, we're all on the go and need some snacks, uh, sometimes. So, so there you go, a scaving uh, snack box. But actually, it, it's just a way to, to get out of school in myriad ways. Uh, we have Enrique Perez Torres. I don't know if there's enough inventions here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh... Enrique, you get the patented daydream charm uh, for when you want to daydream in class. Though it'll, it might be a little bit obvious that you are, you will be like drooling and stuff. But don't worry about it, cause you'll be daydreaming in class. Uh, ah, shit. Uh, we're out. We're out, and we still have so many more. Wait, wait. Oh, what God. about the, what about the little uh, pick me puffs? Is that not? All right. No, sure. Why not? Mt the poet. You get the pick me puffs. Congratulations. I need a, I need another list. Oh god, how many do you have left? Oh, one sec. Okay, okay, I have a new list. I have a new list. No, it's it's an empty list. <laughs> um, um, um. Oh wait, I have a new list. Okay, I have, I have another list. I got another list. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, they're empty. You got the pygmy puffs. Tevin Pool. Tevin Pool. You get the edible dark mark. I forget what that is. I think it's I literally know, just like a little dark mark that you can eat. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated sadist, you get Peruvian instant darkness powder. You can tell it's high quality because it's Peruvian. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Frack Me Mr. Peanut Butter. You get the Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. That, that's just the name of the store. You get the whole damn store, Frack Me Mr. <laughs> Peanut Butter. <laughs> 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 Oh, God, I didn't know there were that many. I'm sorry. I didn't prepare adequately. All right, and uh, so we have one final tier, of course, the Chef Namusco tier, the highest of all tiers, going to Corey in the house, getting to the White House. Uh, and for all of you guys, 
Um, we talked a lot about jargon on, on this program. I also, uh, I mentioned Deepak Chopra. So each of you are going to get a randomly generated, uh, wisdom of Chopra quote. Um, it's not Chopra, but it may as well be. So each of you will get some wisdom. We start with Emoto Aigao Uwu, Waluigi for life. Uh, and your wisdom is nature regulates non-local success. So keep that in mind uh, next time Next time you go out. Uh, then we go to Harshly Judges Rem for disliking coffee. Uh, I'm sorry, but hot chocolate is the superior hot drink over coffee and tea. When did we uh, mention that? But nonetheless, that? I, I think it was a while. I think they might be going through our backlog or we forgot what we said last week. I don't that remember. Is a, that is definitely uh, a possibility. Nonetheless, your, your piece of randomly generated Chopak wisdom is interdependence is a reflection of intrinsic acceptance. Uh, you know, very deep, very meaningful. Uh, we have the almighty sinner. An almighty sinner, I just want you to know, the unexplainable comprehends the light of brains. Oh, God, it's so pretentious. <laughs> There's something... Deepak Chopra is not world building. Uh, anyway, uh, we get to touchy diplomat, all lowercase. Uh, all lowercase, you get matter constructs a jumble of self-knowledge. Uh, that one is the most comprehensible thus far, uh, but still no, not great. We had Silk Inspector. Silk Inspector, uh, what I've always wanted to tell you, frankly, is the soul unfolds through unique brightness. Uh, I, I, your unique brightness is unfolding my soul as we speak. And last but not least, we have Touchy Diplomat remembers the school days he spent alone. Uh, capital T, Touchy Diplomat, of course. And your wisdom to leave this week. Uh, and keep it in mind, awareness is mirrored in existential force fields. So, uh, uh, that just, just take that with you everywhere you go. Um, live, laugh, love, etc. I'd probably be bleeding out of boredom <laughs> as well. Uh, nonetheless, if you guys would like to contact us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Don't forget to love each other, and as always, especially when it's magical, don't fuck your sister. Yeah, I actually wasn't planning on this. I was just kind of consuming a single penis because I figured that's what you'd throw down my throat again. So I was just trying to see if there was anything like, I don't know, like a way I could mentally prepare myself or something. <laughs>